0: Okay, so we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded way cooler in my head. Yeah, I guess until you have the funds to hire a score, a composer. But I'm thinking, was like the
1: composer just like. (laughs) You know, does it almost (laughs)
0: remind you of um, the Darth Vader? Because you know the Darth Vader oh, one like is. the Star Wars. Du, 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 du. Michael, it's like really um, similar. I
1: can't remember his last name, but he did the um, the score for Spider-Way. Spider-Way? Spider-Way <laughs> Spider- Spider- Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, and that actually had a really good score as well. Uh, you probably don't remember. See, I, don't, I don't remember. There it. are certain things I remember. Yep. Because um, I, I downloaded some of them on Spotify and then I looked at his name and then. When I was listening to the Batman soundtrack, it was the same person.
0: Right. Okay. Well, that so makes he sense. He must be,
1: like, the new Hans Zimmer for superhero
0: movies. Maybe. But I'm sure he's been around. Maybe. Yeah, this is interesting because they didn't use Hans Zimmer for this one because he's kind of, like, the go-to guy for superhero movies. But he probably didn't want to do another Batman movie, too. Like, understandably, he's already done. And he's probably booked. He did, he's <laughs> do, he did June. He's probably booked out. <laughs> yeah. Booked out, couldn't do the Batman. But speaking of um, the score... You know, I think one of the things that made this movie really awesome was the fact that the score was playing almost throughout the entire movie, and it wasn't just the same score. So you had like the score for Batman, but then they had like a separate score when Catwoman was in in this in the scene, and then Riddler they had, had like a se- score as well. Yeah, Riddler had his own score, and what they did was they created these separate scores, and at at any given point in the movie. There was always some sort of music playing in the background, for the mm. most part. Like obviously, most
1: of it was the Batman theme.
0: Most of it was Batman you got, theme. Like, yeah, a
1: bit of uh, the Nirvana song.
0: Yeah, yeah, as well. At the start, which of I the thought end.
1: matched the character so well.
0: Mm, like like the they couldn't have picked a better the... song. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a given. Like everybody definitely says that. Um, but okay, so now that you've you've I've seen this movie twice now. You've you've seen it three times. What's your favorite thing about the movie? Like if you if you had to only pick one thing about this film, what would you say?
1: The casting.
0: Oh, the casting. Okay. The casting. Like obviously
1: there's favorite scenes, but if I think about like what made the movie great, it's the casting, including the team, like Matt Reeves, who directed it as well. Like just the whole whole ensemble. Yep. Um worked really well together and then obviously Robert Pattinson and Zoë Kravitz um, Colin yeah I thought Farrell, they like, nailed they it all,
0: they oh all my God. did really really well they did together. so well first of all like I had no um, I had no faith in Robert Pattinson pulling off um, a Batman not that he's not a good I actor think a lot of I, I I was just didn't. like what the hell but I was like blown away by seeing him in this movie I'm I'm so converted like I I cannot believe how perfect he was for this role for the vision that they went for in this film i think you
1: were converted from harry potter because if my memory serves me right you had a really really big crush on cedric diggory to the point where you i remember you saying you were drooling when you saw him in the cinemas i did i did but that
0: that was like 15 years ago and then there was like i never thought of him between that time not even when twilight came out. no not even when twilight i wasn't into twilight so i definitely wasn't thinking about him in that movie but yes definitely like there was a crush then in year nine when the goblet of fire came out and now i'm like back on the robert pattinson bandwagon because of batman and i never would have thought that that would be the case but it totally is but even – so, like, okay, you know, Robert Pattinson's one guy, but even Zoe Kravitz as, um, as Catwoman, like, she's just a perfect person to play that role. Like, she so looks the part. Um, and she's a good actress as well. So I thought that she did and a really good job. And their chemistry together. Their chemistry together was they actually really good. They worked really well together. They worked really well. I think, like, my one of my very, very few gripes with this film was that I felt like they started, um, like, Catwoman's character – Started off really mysterious um, and interesting. And then it kind of, like, flattened for me, like, in the second half of the film, just a little bit. When she
1: was on Batman's side to, like... Yeah, like... To help him and to, like, find her friend.
0: Yes. No, I liked liked all of that. I think specifically it was just the romance. It felt, like, a little bit tacked on. Like, I felt like they could have drawn that out a little bit more because they had, like, this really cute, like um flirty thing going on and like i really enjoyed seeing that relationship blossom and I-, I wanted to see more of their camaraderie and their friendship before the romance began so i felt like they could have teased out the romance like right at the end or just before the end but when she kind of kissed him like i think halfway through the movie maybe it was um it just felt like a little bit Do you think too she'll soon be in the other ones i hope she is i hope she is i hope it's not well, like they just... have
1: so many like villains or characters like i'm thinking well she might be but well then they falcone also... is dead
0: but spoiler alert showed... probably should have said that at the start but like he's gone so it's Falcone, uh, in falcone <laughs> it's falcone in this one um That's but, another but thing. they also Fal... went
1: their separate ways she could make a reappearance
0: I yeah think... they did i have they... a
1: feeling i have a feeling this is just my theory she won't be in the second one she'll be in the third one oh maybe because they uh matt reeves has said that he um wants to do a trilogy for yep. this movie and robert penson as well openly in interviews yeah
0: like yep like, uh, I'm super i would be do down for that that's so, fine she doesn't have to be in the I have next, one but, she she be comes the next back. one
1: but i feel, have a feeling she'll come back in like the last one because
0: i yeah i just don't see the point of like bringing her in this movie and then like not exploring no, her in character the dark Knight
1: rises um catwoman and batman end up together
0: yeah what does that have to do with anything
1: I'm just I just have a feeling she'll come back in the last one and they'll end right. up together. Yeah. Well that would be, that be do cool because Maybe they've... maybe she'll die or one of them will die. Does she die in the comics?
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about the comics, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Um but So wait,
1: what was your favourite scene?
0: Uh what was your favourite thing about the movie? Oh, uh, Let me count the ways. I don't think Top thing that comes to your mind. Oh, the cinematography. Yeah. Like I I'm so blown away by how creatively this film was shot and how consistently it was creative. It is so difficult on the one hand to pull off creativity in today's day and age when like films are mass produced and everything that's amazing has kind of been done and you know we've had like the Nolan films which have been amazing and obviously everything about those films are, are so close to perfect but then to have to come in with, like, a, a new take on Batman. And specifically, I guess, like, in terms of, of cinematography, I will just talk about, like, the lighting and the color. And, like, that was... Okay, so one of my... Okay, I'm going off, like, on a tangent um, rant here. But one of the things that I really dislike about modern films is the way that they're lit. Like, the lighting is just so... It's like either too bright or it's too dark, or it's just, it's it's like daylight and everything's clear. Like very can, 4K quality? Very 4K quality to the point like where Emily you can see. Like in Paris
1: or Netflix the content, for example. On it's really um, bright. It's
0: so bright and it's just gross. It's gross. It's not cinematic at all. And what this film did was it literally took, it did the opposite of that. Everything was shot either at sunrise or sunset or at night.
1: So something that I really liked about that was um, – the, the film, especially in its exterior shots, had really um, foggy shots. Yeah. It was really yeah. foggy. Like, even at night, it was – Nothing was, was almost, clear. Yeah, it was almost like it wasn't that clear HD or 4K quality. Like, it, I kind of had to squint a little bit, but yeah. in a good way. In a good
0: way, yeah, which is way. really funny to say.
1: Um, what was your favourite shot?
0: Well, just to – you know add to what you were saying there before i answer that is i almost felt like everything was shot not sorry not everything but a lot of shots were um like you saw things through a filter so you know if you're looking into batman uh, into like catwoman's apartment like with, the opening shot with, with the, the riddler, riddler. Um, looking through, you know, his like little sniper thing or whatever the hell you call it, and then later you see Batman looking into Catwoman's apartment with binoculars, and then there's a scene where you know when Colson um comes out of the club, you know when he when he chases like Catwoman out of the club and tries to catch up to her, and then he goes and sits in his car. You the shot is like through the windshield, like yeah, you don't yeah, see inside yeah. the car, you a, see it through the, the windshield. Staring at that's him. the Riddler staring yeah. at him. So. No, but even once the Riddler is in the back seat again, spoiler alert, like you you're seeing it like I don't think the camera's inside the car. It's like you see it through the the windshield, and it's like it's a bit like foggy or blurry or yeah, um, yeah. One of the, one of those shots. They eventually do go in the car, but just before they do, it's shot like through. Like it's just really. I would really say creative. I don't know if
1: you remember this. My favorite shot is when um, first of all we'll get to that whole bat chase scene, but there's yeah. a bat chase scene, and then it's when. Think it's Batman's car flips or someone's car flips, but you're seeing it through like a rear view, a mirror, uh,
0: and you're seeing it's
1: like it's like the car flips, yep. but you're seeing it through a mirror of a car on right. the, on the ground. So you,
0: what? So it's the car that that's flipping is behind the car that you're seeing. It through, yeah, right? but it looks yeah. like
1: it's in front of it because it's like oh. I don't know how that. And it's when yeah. the penguin's like looking down, and it's right before. He sees Batman walking towards him. Oh, it's him. When, ba-
0: when Penguin's car
1: flips. Yeah, but another car flips through the... Uh, it's, like really, it's like a really cool shot. The shit. camera's, like, on the floor. Yeah. And you see, like, a car flip through a mirror of, like, the side mirror of the car or something. Right. And the Penguin's, like, looking down. But that whole shot is, like, looking down, like, from the point of view of the Penguin. Yeah, um, yeah. But the way the car flips and, like, the camera doesn't move... It's, like, still yeah, because it's on the ground. I don't know. I, sort of, just, I sort of remember what you were really, saying. Not it's right that before Batman appears. walks up to him yeah. and you see right. his feet, like, walking towards a penguin. That was well, a really cool yeah. shot. Well, that, that whole, that that whole that.
0: sequence was freaking amazing. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any, um, any debate about that. But even, like, speaking of the penguin, you know another thing I noticed? Like, his character was really cool too because they, they made his villain character really distinct compared to all the other villains because he had like that sense of humor he sounded like he almost wasn't a villain he almost wasn't even a villain yeah we've yet yet to see villain yeah yeah like
1: he wasn't real. like you you saw falcone even falcone you questioned at times like oh this guy like yeah doesn't seem seem that bad like he seems like he is protecting bruce in a way when he's like hey fellas don't um don't put your hands on him. His father saved my life. And yeah. Operated on me. And yeah. When I got shot and I couldn't go to the yep. hospital and like yep. you kind of, you kind of don't know. Like you see you the don't see evil, as a villain, y- I guess. Yes, totally from the start because you're like, what is this person doing? But with the thugs, you don't really, um, you don't really see that side of them because it's, you, you it's don't not know whose side it's not blatant
0: on. or like obvious or in yeah. your face. Yeah, totally. And you know who else they did that with, which I thought was really interesting. Was Coulson? You know the guy who has the bomb around his head at the funeral scene. Oh, when he's like all when when we first when we're introduced to his character in the club and like Catwoman's um, walking around and she's kind of like doing the whole thing of like oh you know I don't want to stare at the guys too long because they're gonna be like really creepy and he he flirts with her and he comes over and talks to her. You think like they set that up for you to think like oh he's just gonna be like some really sleazy creepy dude, but if you like look at the interaction and you listen to the conversation. Yeah, he's, like, you get, obviously, that he's interested in Catwoman or that he's, like, attracted to her and he wants to talk to her. But he doesn't actually come across as creepy or sleazy. Yeah, Did even you at get at the that? end,
1: when he tries to, like, catch up her, with she her, she wants a ride. Yeah. And it's, then he's, like, um, she's, like, like she just runs she just, into the yeah, cat. brushes him off. He doesn't, like, persi- like, he's just, like, okay. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, he's just, like, oh, uh, yeah, that's, like, yeah. Like he doesn't have the
1: confidence, almost, to be that yeah. really bad
0: Right. Or, or doesn't come across as, like, an asshole. Like, he's not like, all right, well, like, F you then, or whatever, or this and that. And, you know, he's even when he's talking to her, it's like the only thing that's on his mind is the fear of the Riddler. So you almost, like, you almost feel bad for him. No, but I think they show his vice's
1: greed. Yes,
0: which for is sure. When
1: the Riddler's, like, questioning him about yeah. what's his price, and he says $10,000 or something. Um, and I, I think that shows a bigger picture of what gotham city is because not everyone is like i don't know not everyone is as bad or uh, you know yeah there's people, like a spectrum but there's a spectrum they, for they're sure. greedy like i think like the economy is not that great even though yeah. that man like i think he's the da or something or yep. works in the da's office
0: yeah there's this big sense of greed Mm, for sure, which is like very prevalent in humanity. Like I don't think that's ever gonna go away. But there's definitely like a spectrum of, of evilness, I guess, um, or selfishness. Uh, but speaking, but speaking of that, um, the, uh, the one of the scenes that I thought was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Again, like there are so many. Is that scene where after the funeral when he when he shows up when he crashes the funeral yeah. and he has like the bomb around oh, his that's neck, scene one of my favorite scenes is when the riddler um gives him an out and he's like i'll give you three riddles and if you oh, can answer yeah, them and like batman's yeah. helping him and i don't know like that whole that whole interaction and that whole scene is it's so thrilling it's it's written so well it's shot so well and they even add a little bit of humor in there like i don't know if you remember on on i think the second question the Riddler asks him and then Batman gives him the answer. But then Batman asks like a follow up question to the answer and then Colson's like, Come on, man, he didn't ask me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it's it's just like really funny. Speaking
1: on that, one thing that came into my mind, I think the first time I watched this, was we know that Batman is really, really smart. And if you look at D C comics, it stands for like detective comics. So you know oh, that Oh, I don't even know that. Yeah, Batman and Gordon, like they they are like detectives. Yeah. yeah. But I did feel, in some parts, that like when he, when Batman, like someone would say a riddle, and three seconds later, Batman would just know, know the, the answer. answer. Like right. I was,
0: where you you were. I like, was a bit like,
1: oh, of course he knows the answer. Yeah, like, he's Batman. Batman. But yeah. like, it almost felt a little bit underwhelming. Like he didn't even. It's almost like he didn't even it have was to too think easy. about it.
0: You know what? I I've, I've thought about this, and I I respectfully disagree with what you're saying or or at least like you know I subjectively like I didn't feel that way and I'll and I'll tell you why I almost got a got the sense that this particular Batman he reminded me of like that hyper intelligent preppy school Ivy League kind of Batman right yeah that's like his his thing so to me it's not that far um you know outside the possibility that he is just, he's more intelligent than the average person, okay? So he just, hes he is really good at solving riddles. Like, it's not its not that far-fetched to me. Also added by the fact that the Riddler and Batman have a lot of parallels in this movie, or at least that, that that's how they set it up. So it's almost like... Yeah, what was your theory sides... again about
1: the Riddler and
0: Batman? I i thought they were brothers, but like...
1: No, they already, they did that in the Joker. I completely the, forgot. The, the I, Phoenix yeah. um, version where I think from memory joker and batman are half brothers oh yeah oh joker and him
0: oh i I, I see that's i I knew i knew that someone someone was brothers with him but i you know i guess the whole like corruption thing i'm like oh for sure yeah it makes sense dude like as if bruce wayne's parents weren't corrupt or had you know their own and you know yeah i like that they they showed that you know martha had her own secrets and they didn't want that to come out speaking
1: of martha i didn't pick up on her being an Arkham, like I, I picked up on her being yeah. in the obviously. I may have Arkham got that Asylum. wrong, but I'm pretty
0: sure that's what they said. That the Arkhams and the Waynes were the founding, like they were like the founding fathers of Gotham City. So her last, you're saying Martha's last name was Arkham. I thought that's what I, that's what I, I thought I heard. I didn't see that. I could, uh, there's a chance I could have that wrong, but that's that's what I thought I heard.
1: I missed that. I obviously you find out that Martha's family, her mother was murdered or something, and then. She was in and out of inst the Arkham Asylum yeah. institution, so she had her own things going on, and and Thomas Wayne sort of saves her, and
0: that's yeah, that
1: was his objective. But right. yeah, that'll be um interesting if if she's an Arkham. I wonder where they.
0: Well, I didn't even a- know an Arkham was a family. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that I was I didn't, a family. I I yeah, I I'm not familiar with the source material enough to know whether, like that's a, a one thing.
1: one thing. Um, I, I listened to this. Um, reviewer Gracie, and I really agreed on this um One thing she said was those scenes where uh Falcone um talks about helping bruce wayne 's um dad i'm mm. oh, sorry bruce wayne 's dad helping him yeah um that scene and i 'm trying to think of the other one would have those flashbacks oh the i um, sorry when uh the Riddler is also talking to Batman at the end and he 's He's saying what it was like, um, you know, growing up in those orphans and how you know yeah, one child died. Yeah, that
0: was fantastic. It would have
1: been great if they showed some flashback shots
0: off those. You think scenes. so? Why? Why do you say that?
1: I think it just would have added to the emotional appeal of that. Like, I wish we saw really? little little bits of flashbacks because I even I remember in Batman Begins something that. I really liked, even though it was subtle and you didn't get a lot out of it, was the the flashbacks they would show with Bruce and his dad and his dad helping him out of um, the mm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always thought was a nice touch. And with this, it wasn't so much Bruce and his dad, but maybe how Thomas Wayne was interacting with Falcone or how, um, you know, the Riddler grew up. You but were... from then, at the same time, everything... Falcone says you have to take with a grain of salt. So yeah, we don't know. You don't actually don't know, know the know truth. What he was saying.
0: I know. I, I, I really like the way that they did it, and one of the reasons is because of that. Because you don't actually know what the truth is at this stage. So to show a flashback would be like whose like whose mind are you seeing it through? Are you seeing it through Falcone's through mind? The character, yeah. Through the character that's saying the story yes. at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Look,
1: in, and they showed they showed the Riddler in that photo. Where you see Bruce Wayne, yep. young Bruce Wayne, and his yep. parents. You and see like the ringer in the background. Like, yeah, it looked like they were at the opera or like.
0: No, I think that was at the orphanage. That was photo it? was from the orphanage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there I were thought
1: other thought kids it was from the
0: opera. Because I'm like the opera, <laughs> <laughs> the opera,
1: the <laughs> opera. <laughs> because I was like, how would that kid have
0: afforded? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that was a picture of the orphanage. Ah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. But in that, speaking of that absolutely fantastic scene when Batman and the Riddler are having their conversation, um, I actually think it would have taken away from the scene to cut to flashbacks of what the riddler was saying because i was so hanging off the edge of my seat when he was talking and he was talking about what it was like growing up in the orphanage and he described how the rats would like bite the fingers at night and the babies would like there was a baby that died every year because it was so cold like the the um it was like the words that they used and the the emphasis that they placed on how the, the lines were being delivered was enough to me that you could imagine in your head without having to c- cut to the flashback. Because sometimes I think cutting to flashbacks is like... You know, it's... it's They do that because they need to enhance what's being said. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I just didn't feel like what was being said needed to be enhanced with visuals because the way he was saying it and what he was saying was was said so well. But that, I don't mean the wasn't.
1: whole thing in a flashback. I just mean like sh- like quick shots. Of-
0: yeah. No, I think it would have like look at the scene you're like you're building you're building into this character and you're um you know that you're creating momentum like cutting even if it's short it can it can take away from momentum i thought that's like that scene was perfect for me but you know again it's subjective so
1: speaking of building intensity something i really liked was how they created so much fear around batman like i've never felt Afraid mm. of Batman in any of the movies, like the first time I watched it, and that that whole Halloween sequence was so yeah such that a was great so cool. opening, such a great was, introduction yeah, but that that whole thing was so scary because you really don't know um you really don't know what batman's going to do and and he just like kind of comes out of nowhere, and yeah and the, the
0: music, the theme, and then the slow walk like oh it was nailed just really it like scary. just nailed it like it could have been cheesy, but they totally nailed it. Um and it 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 was like a it was all built in into the story and the character, which was the best part, like his whole idea that you know he came he, he emerged from the shadows and the bat signal was um it was to instill fear in the criminals because batman can 't be everywhere at the same time, so when these criminals see the bat signal up in the air it 's like he could be in the shadows where you are, and could come out at, at any moment, and you just didn't know. Yeah. And you had that before he actually emerges from the shadows at the, the train station scene. You have the criminals when they're spray painting, I don't know, the banks or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. He, the one guy looks into the shadow, and he's like wondering, like, "Shit, is that man going to come out of it? The melon, the, the melon Mal- well. Mal- grubhead. So he got he got called grubhead by yeah. the guy that he crushed into. <laughs> that was funny. Did you um, notice thing? that that grub head was on the package that um, that the penguin passed to Catwoman or somebody the in the um, in the club that that melon head thing that he was wearing yeah. that head was on the package that the penguin passed to
1: Why? What does that mean?
0: I don't know that I guess like all the crime is connected in some way or that like everybody's Oh, working. maybe
1: that guy got the money, the grub head got yeah, the money maybe. from that.
0: maybe. But ah. I just noticed. I noticed that that, that melon head thing was. Yeah, and he pa- probably
1: gave. you Because you know she was collecting money. Yeah. And that grubhead collected the money. Grubhead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like like the Falcone or Penguin guys are like stealing from the city. And then it's kind of coming full circle. Yeah. Back to Cowboy back to yeah. One thing I have this theory about was the train station theme. Uh, sorry. Oh, God. Scene. Are
0: you gonna when you see a two yeah, face
1: one. <laughs> yeah. I. Honestly we should place a bet right now like if yeah. i if i'm correct about this then i don't know i, I
0: you get nothing but anyway it's so. <laughs> really cool yeah.
1: but i honestly think that um those thugs at the start of the movie you see one of the guys who needs to be like initiated and he looks really scared and he he's not really into it and yeah. all the other guys their faces are fully painted but yeah. this one guy only has half his face painted and mm. you can really see that as symbolism or metaphors as as many different things like okay like you know he's like half good half bad and he he looks like he's in this gray area of, yeah like i feel like i have to do these crimes and i have to do this stuff but i don't want to and i saw two faces like a two-face yeah. thing, and i don't know if it's like a um yeah What's it's, that word? Or like a, for, a foreshadowing? A, a foreshadowing, a foreshadowing of who of, his character of, will be. Of who he'll his character will be. And we may see him in, you know, a few years come up as a, a lawyer or a DA or whatever. Like, the, my mm, thing with that is he's, yeah, too, be. he's too young. And yeah, Batman, that's what I was going to say. They, they he fast, like a kid. Unless they fast forward the next films like 10 years later. Because yeah. they did that with the, uh, the but that, Dark Knight trilogy. And he... It's just a, it's a very subtle thing, but I think they're foreshadowing him as Two Face. That's an interesting point.
0: Like, if if they did, that would be really cool. My interpretation was just that, yeah, like it was a really, um, like subtle but creative way of showing that he's not fully initiated yet. Because you know how I think, like with gangs and stuff, when you commit crimes, you get like for every crime you commit, you get a tattoo or something like that. So I think his thing was he's only just done half a you Know whatever initiation they needed in order for him to get his face painted, he's he's halfway in, I guess, so to speak. But yeah, I guess Half like the two face in thing is Harvey Two Face, Harvey Two Face. Um, because they, yeah. they, they put a lot young. of screen
1: time on him at the start, they
0: did, they which did, which makes me think they did.
1: Why, like, why do we have to show one guy being scared out of yep. the group? Like,
0: yeah, what, what does the that significance add? and, and of everything
1: that? in a good movie or a good filmmaker, like, every shot is there for a reason and they just put a lot of screen time on him so my I don't know I just have a feeling that guy's gonna come back and yeah he totally could my other thing is um (coughs) that little boy that um the The man's son who Bruce obviously has a connection with because he's lost his parents and he was probably his age when he lost his parents but could that be Robin could yeah, that be a foreshadowing. Of but Robert? just like
0: your theory with Two Face, I was thinking about this. I'm like, he's just too young. So like, I have a
1: feeling the next film, or maybe the last film, or yeah. whatever, they they might fast
0: forward it ten years. Yeah, but in like, which how case, are they going to make Bruce Wayne look ten but years they, older? But
1: they fast forward the Christian Bale one. Yeah, they did, and he didn't but I, look that much older. Like he looked older, but yeah. it was also believable. Yeah. What do you mean they could easily do that? With totally like makeup and yeah. And I think Robert Pattinson would pull it off.
0: He has, like, a young face,
1: but, like,
0: I think... I guess so. But still, that kid would have to be, what? He looked like he was eight in that. Yeah,
1: Robin's not meant to be old. Right. And that other kid... Oh, yeah, I guess. Like, 18. Robin's meant to be, like, 16, 18, like...
0: Ah, yeah, I guess. Robin is meant to be, like, a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, could I mean, like, it could be. I think it was more just, like... You know, Bruce Wayne saw himself in this kid, and again it, they
1: put a lot of screen time on yeah. him. Yeah,
0: and then he saves him. Yeah, and, he does save him. Yeah, yeah.
1: And at the end, when he's pulling out his hand to help the people, Bruce, when he jumps into the, oh, another the water, another scene. He again he puts his hand out, and the first person he gets is That little the kid.
0: kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they yeah. have some kind of a
1: connection.
0: Speaking but. of that scene, by the way, that, that bit at the end where um he lights that flare in the water and that becomes like the beacon real, of hope, that red. that was fantastic. I love that. But time to bring up my, my other gripe with this movie. Because uh, to me, I felt like this movie was almost perfect. Where I felt the movie could have been better was right before that scene with the flare when Batman's up on the ledge and... Um, you know Catwoman sees him up there and she comes to help him and I really thought we were going to get like this epic fight scene between um, you know not between Catwoman and Batman but them two fighting together and fighting mm. the uh, the Riddler minions and because I, I just felt like that we just needed that one last little like exciting fight scene to make this film perfect but instead they did they did that, um, that really silly thing of like you know Falling okay right fair enough
1: legend, like... he
0: falls off twice yeah, first of all I, know I don't know why he, he fell, fell off twice, twice. Like, they could have he done done that love twice. He just needed to once. do that once. Yeah. The other thing was when Catwoman helped him up and it she was saved a bit his like life. like
1: Simba and Mufasa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Long live the bat. Yeah, and then he, like, cuts himself off. Right. And... <laughs> but, just, but just before that, um, you know, she helps him up. And then they do that thing where they're, like, staring into each other's eyes. And it's like, guys, come on. Like, you're going to get your asses kicked because... Shit's going down left, right, and center. Like, let's not do this right now. That's like my pep even movies when they tack the romance on into a high-intense situation. And I was just like, oh, please don't do well, this. Well, I do, and then do she this. gets pulled away, and then she gets pulled away, and it's and like he oh, injects great. himself
1: with some green thing. Yeah, which we like, we tried doing some research on this, and apparently, it's got something to do with Bane. Or yeah, like what Bane used to have. Bane so, uses. does that mean that? batman's already fought bane because this was year two batman um being the second year of batman being batman so um yeah that was really interesting like like, again they they put that in that scene in there for a reason like matt reeves was thinking about it so i don't think it's
0: because he's seen bane yet i think it was an introduction to this um they were introducing like this supernatural element into the film that they could probably going to build on in the next couple of films because well, because he got he injected himself with that thing,
1: and then he got really strong. Yeah,
0: and then he, and he got a bit out of control. He got out of control in like less than a second. So, and then actually went back to normal a second later. So that that will also I just that didn't work for me. I'm like, okay, you're well, we don't, like know, crazy we don't know. We don't know what it is, and I'm sure yeah. they will
1: explore that. Yeah, in the next few movies. But it's also
0: like if you have that, like just you know.
1: One thing I really liked about this as well that made it really realistic was, um, you know, Batman like. um... Iron Man is is quite, you know, he's a, he's a tech guy, he's a rich guy, he can afford mm. his his cool technologies, but I felt that they didn't overdo it with unrealistic, yeah. stupid technology. Tech. And yep. and something I really liked was the the contact lens oh, thing yes. where he could see through the eyes of Catwoman. Yes, how creative was that? Like, Again, seeing everything it through a filter. So it wasn't so unbelievable. Like. Yep. I, Feel like that could happen in the future, and we're yeah. not that far away. And, yeah. and even his um his Batmobile, it was just like, I'm not really a muscle car person, but that car was, was like amazing. Made for him. And it was just again, we didn't see him in his car like doing all these gadgets and like yeah. flipping out of his car. Although I love the Tumblr. yeah, like that was. All but that amazing. worked
0: really well for those films. Yeah, for the so Christian I Nolan liked that. Trilogy. This
1: one was it. Really was like if a really 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 rich man became Batman yeah and had access to money and things like that's what it would be like I right. lost his parent, like I felt like that's what it would be like and yeah yeah I thought that was done really well and mm. it just made the film more believable
0: I yeah I I agree because we had already seen that in the Dark Knight trilogy we had already seen like the really cool gadgets and you know you just you couldn't add more to that without being like gadget fatigued so like the
1: 90s Batman movies like Oh. those ones have like cheesy
0: right the like cheesy the george the Clooney,
1: batman and val kilmer like and i guess those worked for those fantasy yeah. funny movies. well you know
0: me full disclosure like i i i love the schumacher batmans for what they are you know i just i feel like they bring a different type of style and form of entertainment but yeah i'm probably alone on that they're very
1: theatrical
0: really theatrical yeah but I just I think they're hilarious and I love that but I, I get what you're saying like this, this wasn't so gadget heavy and the gadgets that they use they actually put thought into and use them in creative ways in this film like that contact like, lens although scene. I
1: and you're going to disagree with me on this but I was a big fan of Spider-Man No Way Home but and although that for me was like a fun theatrical movie like what you mm. feel about Schumacher Batman is kind of like what I felt for um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but, yeah, like, his gadgets were unrealistic. Mm. Like, just like they too, too, too high-tech. Yeah. Like, when he had the Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, that was, I like that. But, that was clever. Yeah, I, but like it, I, I don't know. It, I'm not
0: so familiar with Marvel, but isn't that because of that happy guy? Like, he's some scientist. Or, no, like, no, Iron, Iron Man. Man Iron Man. Man, right. Yeah.
1: He um gets it from Iron Man. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, those movies that it's like creative it's creative, it's creative yeah. but, but it's, it's not it's believable.
0: not mem- it's not believable and it's not not memorable like in this film i will always remember the contact lenses that he puts into his eyes and then gives to catwoman and uses it to like communicate with her but a lot of the gadgets you just kind of like they wash over your head in those kind of movies for sure so that's um that's one thing yeah anything else you really like about I mean, I just the Batman really. Oh come on! We got to talk about that hallway fight scene where it's dark and you just see the bullets like oh, ricochet. I love all the clu- oh, all the club scenes. On. Like even
1: at the start when he walks in, that's through, a movie. Is it called the Iceberg Lounge. Yes, and the, the fight scene Lounge. there, and he's mm-hmm. he's. It looks like he's in a boxing ring. Yeah, you see that, that's what I thought of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you see the like the bars the at the, yeah. the 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 bar things on the club, but it looks like he's in a boxing ring fighting, and I thought that looked really cool and um, his choreography or whoever choreographed those Oh uh, the
0: choreography of the fight scenes fights were just was amazing. Just so good they were so good. And you know what? They weren't long. They left you no, I they left want, you wanting to. I wanted
1: more. I wanted him to fight I wanted to see him fight more.
0: Yeah. And even like the, even with you know Catwoman they did a good job. And that brings me to an interesting point too. i, I this could just be my interpretation and it, it's kind of subtle, but I also feel like like Catwoman's moves were really slick as well. And they she, worked really well for her. But I also think her fighting came across like she was still learning how to fight. Like she never, you know, obviously Catwoman can't, she's not going to be able to take on Batman. Like he's Batman, she's Catwoman. Well, but, one
1: thing I, I loved about her, her which was, it was a subtle thing, was when she scratches Falcone oh, yeah. at the end like yeah. a cat.
0: Yeah, because she's claws. She's got claws. Yeah. Well, they're nails. Nails, yeah. But like they're she... they me- meant to symbolise Yeah, but symbolize it, I think claws. she wasn't
1: fully Catwoman in this movie, which is what I've heard mm. in, in interviews from Zoe Kravitz. So... I liked. I think yeah. I think she was figuring herself out, and just like the way she scratches him, like yeah, like a cat scratches yep. a human, or you know, it's prey. Like it just. And when she really catches cool. that
0: guy, you know, the guy that she pushes off the ledge, he has um claw marks on his face. I don't know if you remember this. The guy who had her phone, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy, yeah, I noticed yeah. that that he had claw marks on his face, so that's like her signature move. Yeah. But that's one thing that I really appreciated about this movie, and I think this was actually one of my favorite things about the movie, is that um I felt like. Both Catwoman and Batman were still trying to figure out who they were. And that ties into the whole I'm Vengeance versus I'm Batman. It's like that's his whole um, intention and motivation. That's like a
1: popular thing that Batman says. But I think he. Yeah, I think he's figuring himself out. And you see that
0: That when at the
1: end, well, obviously he starts off with I'm Vengeance. And then at the end, when um, he's like fighting the Riddler Minion, and then they're like, Who are you? And he's like. And Vengeance. Was that the Joker?
0: What? Was who the Joker?
1: When they... That no, Rula that guy. Minion.
0: At and, the end. And, when and they just
1: kind of, like, put the camera on on Batman, and he's just like, oh, shit. Like, what have I done? Like, I've created these monsters by uh, yeah. me, like, cr- you know, justifying vengeance yeah. in my way, and now these people are justifying
0: their yeah. vengeance
1: in their way, and yeah. I've, I've kind of created... Although I I have intentions, and in his little... um. Monologue, or not monologue, but like narration um, throughout the film, he's saying that, oh, like the crime, you know. Although I've I've been around for two years, um, the crimes are growing and yeah. getting worse, and it kind of makes you think, like, why? If if Batman's around and and protecting the city, why is the crime getting worse? And it's like he's creating these little monsters. Yeah, um, his approach is right. Although his intention is good, and yep. I think that's the arc he has by the end of the film, when he, um, when he cuts himself down um, and, and falls into the water, he is, in a way, like, um, surrendering himself as this Batman vengeance, and he's letting go of that. Letting and he's go of it, yeah. Like, surrendering and being... Yep. Um, and just being a rebirth. Brute. And, like, yeah, I think, um, yeah, a rebirth of, of what the city actually needs, and I think yeah. what the mayor... 'Cause I think the mayor, I think we should talk about her yeah. sorry, the lady who's running for mayor.
0: Yeah, she becomes um, the mayor. She by the she's end. been yeah. in a
1: lot of scenes too and, and her thing her objective you see is clear when she has that interaction with Bruce at the funeral service in the church and she's like, you know, um, I'd love to meet with you. I think you can do a lot for this city because obviously he has money and he's powerful, but I think we Bruce hasn't figured Bruce out.
0: like he's kind of this recluse guy but we don't really see
1: bruce you know being like this upstanding citizen to the gotham
0: the people of gotham well yeah i think like his intention is there like you said but he he hasn't worked out how to best utilize his his resources and his potential, yeah. and that's what's amazing about this film because that's not actually obvious to you at the beginning. It is through the um throughout the through film. the throughout the film and like the journal, you know, the journal at the start, the monologue as you, as you said, the monologue at the end, and how he realizes that yeah, he it's not about instilling fear in criminals; it's about being a beacon of hope for the people of Gotham. That's why that whole flare scene well, in the water like was amazing too. As an audience,
1: too. what people really like is flawed characters for sure, and I think. Why everyone or a lot of people are really enjoying this Batman is because he is very flawed, yeah. In a way, like, and we we yeah. kind of like he's he's not perfect. He yeah, he's not perfect. He's, he's not he's perfect. he's not perfect. Like, the cookie cutter Batman. No, that, that's got it all figured out. And he's, he's not like of, a he's
0: not like a James Bond. No, who's yeah, just... he's
1: kind of like figuring it out. And like there are very subtle things. Like even when um, <laughs> when he they the first shot they show of him in his car yeah like when he stalls his car and yeah it's, it's you like picked this, up on that it's his little I really... thing and he stalls and that's how the penguin gets away yeah um it's actually really funny like it's yeah like he doesn't just get in the car and go and yeah and he's he's able to catch the penguin he he's not perfect and then he's even perfect, when yeah. he um when he jumps off the building and he's like flying like with his bat wings the way he lands, it's it kind of it reminded me of, like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh,
0: when he falls. Yeah, yeah he falls. Yeah, yeah. And no, that, he bashes like, into the bridge, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh,
1: shit. Like, yeah. he's going to, like, get
0: into yeah. the bridge. And it
1: looks like he's, like... Yeah, I love stuff. that. So it's, he's not... Yeah, he isn't its is, It's subtle,
0: but it's like, yeah, he's still figuring... Like, he hasn't fully got a handle on it yet. Like and people he's,
1: shoot him a lot throughout the film. Yeah. And you just... I love it, every time he gets shot and it just ricochets off yeah. his bat suit and you're just, like... And he... And his face is just, yeah. like... Did you just shoot me? Like right. it, without he, saying anything. No, yeah, his face, like that's what I love about Robert Pattinson. Like it's it speaks, you know, a thousand words and he like his expression is so
0: powerful. Yeah. And it's
1: just like, really? Did you just do that? Um but like yeah, he gets shot. Like a lot. he kind of let yeah, and thank God his suit is bulletproof because
0: well, yeah. He Which also alive, makes me think but, why people but don't just go for in his Nolan face. Films like the, you don't see
1: a or like You don't see guns. You don't see a lot
0: of guns. You don't of see guns. him getting
1: shot. So this was yeah, cool. I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, you saw a lot more guns in this. And of course, Batman, um, I- even in the comics, like he never uses guns. But yeah. He kind of. Um,
0: he says that in this. Even film though too. his
1: fighting is good, he you see him getting hit a lot, but then he's yeah. able to t- take on the guys. Like, yeah. He, he ends up winning in the end, but.
0: Because yeah, he's he angry. Wasn't, he has not like. Yeah.
1: He hasn't got it He's all figured perfect. out. He's not perfect. He hasn't
0: got it all figured out. But that was, like, the best thing. Cause, and I think this was a really good place for the movie to start. Um, it, 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 it It was a good place to begin. It's like, all right, this is year two. I've been doing this for a couple of years. The crime's still going down. Like, that was a good starting point in order for us to end up at the place where we were, which is, oh, like, my approach isn't right. I need to, like, change my approach, you know? And it's like this idea of being one degree off. Your goal, and that could be the difference between success and failure.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just so glad that a movie like this has come out, and, Same. and you, you, think like, oh, what more can they do with Batman? I know, like, which is what I we've said. Seen Batman, and, and which to, is exactly like, what the, I said. Like, my favorite movie of all time is Batman Begins. So, yeah, I went into this such, not like, having high expectations, but when I saw the trailer, it looked cool. And yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, like they actually might this right. But I remember thinking the same thing about Suicide Squad, and that yeah. really disappointed me. I remember seeing the trailer. Trailers that,
0: are so misleading, and dude. And the trailer
1: looked really cool, like it was this movie all about villains, and like a squad of villains, and um, just the concept of that sounded really epic, but then the film just wasn't that. So, yep. But this movie, like, they just... They really acted themselves.
0: They nailed it, man, and like that's no easy feat to like make a really good Batman movie when this is like I don't know what like the tenth Batman movie or something like that. It's um, that's pretty crazy. I mean, we
1: could talk about Batman all day.
0: We could. We should. We should talk do about another Batman podcast. We should quit our jobs and just talk about the Batman, Batman.
1: The Nolan movies and yep. even the yes. the other with well, the Schumacher and the. Um, we should because you and I are really Tim passionate
0: Berlin. about Batman movies. I've noticed. Like, yes. we don't know much about the comics. Like, I haven't I literally the comics, hired out a
1: whole cinema to watch Batman Begins during COVID and... Twice. Couldn't do it, unfortunately, but... Fail. Now I don't know. In the future, like, should it be this Batman or that Batman? Well, it's
0: amazing that you're even saying that. That something like, can come on par with a Chris Nolan film. This Norland is very film. on
1: par. Yeah. It is on par.
0: Yeah. We went... So, you saw it last week and then you told me to go see it and I was, like, really skeptical because my faith in Hollywood films has not been the best. And I thought, okay, I, I, I thought that the trailer was sick, and I thought this is just gonna be a really good trailer, but not a great film. Um, and then I went and saw it, and I was blown away. And then the next day I said to you, shit, let's go watch The Batman again. So we went to yep, go see it again. So I again. saw it three times. You saw it three times, I saw it could twice. could see it a fourth. Could, I could see it a third. I thought it was amazing. Well, thanks for listening to
1: our first podcast. Hopefully we didn't bore you to death with all of our chit-chatter. But We'll be back. We'll be back with more Batman. More Batman. And maybe other films.